NPTE StudyCast. All right, so welcome to NPTE StudyCast. We are looking at Guillaume Barre. I, I always feel so European whenever I pronounce that one. <laughs> well, I swear I've heard people say Gillian Barre, and I don't. Now it just is to the point where it confuses me. Yeah, we'll just go with Guillaume Barre. Plus, it's like got Guillaume that Barre. accent over the last yeah. E too, so we feel very, <laughs> right. very avant-garde. Guillaume Barre, Bridget, what is it? So it's um, an autoimmune disorder of the peripheral nervous system, which causes progressive weakness of the limbs, with usually diminished or absent tendon reflexes. Signs and symptoms. Some of the cardinal signs for GBS is that it has progressive symmetrical weakness of the limbs and face. So uh, the lower extremities are usually more involved or weaker than the upper extremities, which are more involved or weaker than the facial muscles. Is this one but, of those where it goes distal to proximal or one of those? Yes. Yeah, yes, sir. That. Yep. Um, and then there are also some uh, paresthesias in the hands and feet in that kind of glove and stocking distribution, which is pretty typical of, of GBS. Sometimes there's some back pain, like I said before, the diminished or absent reflexes. And then cranial nerves are affected in about 50% of the cases, which wow. is kind of interesting. Yeah, scary too, because doesn't that, that involves the diaphragm as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So a lot of these people acutely are usually put on a ventilator or need some sort of um, airway support. Anatomy. So anatomy, what's involved with Guillain-Barre? Right. So it's going to affect the motor, sensory, and autonomic nerves, but the central nervous system is completely unaffected. So with GBS, you have an inflammatory process that actually affects the Schwann cells, which is really fun to say. I remember those from PT school. <laughs> yep. So it affects those, um, which is going to result in the demyelination of the axon, even though the axon stays intact. So remyelination can occur pretty rapidly, I'm assuming that a person is treated pretty quickly. In some cases, there is axonal damage. It results in that Wallerian degeneration, which causes a slower recovery. Like we kind of talked about before, GBS usually follows uh, kind of a non-specific viral syndrome. So sometimes a, a respiratory infection or gastroenteritis can be kind of the precipitating issue that then causes GBS. It can also be associated with viral infections, bacterial infections, recent surgery, lymphoma, lupus, and AIDS can all be um, kind of things that are associated with GBS when you're looking at somebody's past medical history. Differential diagnosis. Okay, so this is pretty rare. So you're going to have to do some differential diagnosis because as we just mentioned, it could be pretty serious. So what else could it be? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is um, looking at the mechanism of injury. So was there some sort of traumatic event? Because these people can kind of present like some sort of spinal cord injury, spinal tumor. But also I think the biggest differential diagnosis is GBS is actually also called AIDP, which is acute inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy. So there's all your syllables. Yes. Um, but if so, if you see that, that's really just the same as GBS. But really, it's, you're just going to want to know how this person came to be the way that they are, because it's usually has something to do with some sort of viral infection versus like an actual traumatic event. Special tests. How do you prove it or disprove it? Special tests? How do you how do you lock down if it actually is Guillain-Barre? Like I kind of described before, the clinical presentation is really helpful because it, there's a lot of specific parts of how somebody's going to present clinically that that's going to clue you into GBS, but also they can do a spinal tap, an EMG, or nerve conduction studies, and that's where they'd be seeing that progressive symmetrical weakness, you know, distally to proximally. Treatment examples. Now, what does a PT do about it when you know you have a patient that has Guillain-Barre? It kind of depends on what setting you're working in, but... Um, Early on, medical management is going to be in the ICU. Like I said before, they could be possibly um, on a ventilator. And they're going to be receiving what are known as disease-modifying treatments 
or immune modulating. So what a person is going to receive if they have GBS is either a plasma exchange or IVIG, so um, intravenous immunoglobulin. So both of them shorten the course and severity of GBS and apparently are equally effective, um, but they should not be combined. So somebody shouldn't be getting both of these treatments. From what I understand, IVIG is preferred because it's easier to administer just through an IV and it's associated with fewer complications. Here's your example question. Now, what are we going to look like on the NPTE with Guillain-Barre? A lot of it is going to be focused on the PT management. So we kind of just talked a little bit about the medical management and, and acutely. But PTs really want to consider overwork weakness, which in this population can peak from um, days one to five post-activity. So you need to be making sure that you're providing a lot of rest breaks. And then you also want to be objectively testing strength every day to evaluate if you're seeing some of that, that overwork weakness. And then you also want to just evaluate muscle soreness. So just asking the patient how they're feeling. Also, aerobic training is important, but you want to monitor their vitals because dysautonomia can be common in this population. And then the big thing that the MPT is probably going to ask is that you want to train fast twitch muscle fibers first, and you want to avoid intense eccentric contractions. So you want to do a lot of multi-joint exercises to reinforce synergies, focus on prime movers and stabilizers. You want to train muscles that are outside those kind of cardinal planes of movement to encourage functional movements. Got it. That's good. Gillian Barre or Guillain Barre, <laughs> however you want to say it, you've got it covered on the NPTE now. That's right. NPTE Study Cast, brewed by the PT Pinecast.